Broadcasting from Manhattan Beach and the World Wide Web, you're listening to CHSR, HealthyLife.net. As a service to our listeners, this program is for general information and entertainment purposes only. CHSR, HealthyLife.net does not recommend, endorse, or object to the views, products, or topics expressed or discussed by show hosts or their guests. We suggest you always consult with your own personal, medical, financial, or legal advisor. Welcome to the Passion Muse Show. I'm Mia Signs, your host, and with me this week is Laura Eisenhower. Welcome, Laura. Hello, Mia. Nice to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad you're here. And our topic this week is called Saving the Blue Planet. And Laura is an activist on many levels and a spiritualist, and I'm so grateful that you're here. Before we get into the topics that we'd like to talk about, will you share how you got to loving what you do with with the audience that's listening oh how i got into loving what i do as far as just my work and being an advocate and all that yeah kind of like your life uh, your life story in a mini version <laughs> or, or a lengthy or, one however you like <laughs> right well um gosh this this has been sort of my whole life sort of thing um and of course it's sort of shifted and changed over time as i've gotten more information and understanding but I mean, I was just really a child of nature. I lived in the trees. I, you know, lived just so close to um, just nature and just learning from nature and just really having um, just a lot of uh, intuitive understandings of the imbalance of the masculine and feminine energy pretty much, you know, straight away. And I was just in deep communion with um, my inner voice and just, you know, spirit and um, just the energies that... uh, are, are happening on, on, on Earth as far as some of the sinister sort of patriarchal forces. And um, and I was just in touch with sort of that awareness, you know, both the positive and the negative, the positive being the organic ascension and just all that I was learning from nature and Mother Earth and my own inner voice, and then this sort of intrusion um, that I was very sensitive to. And so it's all played out in different ways as I was getting older, and I was just on this really deep journey to, um, you know, call my power back and find my authentic truth and stand strong in that. And it just ended up bringing in a lot more than I expected, um, you know, as far as just being face-to-face with some of these darker um, agendas. And uh, and so it's just something I'm really, really passionate about because it's up to us to understand what we are, you know, buying into or feeding um, where we're, you know, somewhat unconscious and not realizing that we, you know, perpetuate these agendas when we um, are plugged into the programmings and we're not being in full respect of Mother Earth and her resources. And so, yeah, it just has moved into so many different arenas, you know, mythology, you know, advocating um, as a whistleblower and also as, you know, somebody who speaks out about chemtrails and geoengineering and, you know, a lot of the different things that are happening that are poisoning our planet. And so I try and connect all the dots and present it in a way that uh, we can, you know, work from the inside out and um, also, you know, feel empowered enough to have a voice and to share this kind of information. Um, And so, yeah, it's just so ingrained in me. It's just my every waking breath to, um, you know, just really engage the individual on a soul level and to also bring to light all the different things that have been hidden from us for thousands and thousands of years so that we can understand what's happening on the world stage right now and what the roots and origins are so that we can, you know, really pull it out at the root level and, and, and reclaim, you know, our divine blueprint, which is in us, in all of us, and uh, live from that place rather than um, just the, the programming and the ego and, 
you know, the negative ego, because we can't get rid of the ego, but, you know, just, just where we slip out of um, being in co-creation and we just give our power away to things that just really aren't out for us or, or in respect of Mother Earth, they're actually trying to control her and nature. So, yeah, that's pretty much um, kind of the bigger picture. That's wonderful. Thank you. That was a, uh, a lot to to bring up and to talk about, and it's amazing. What caught my attention was the disrespect of Mother Earth. And when did we really start disrespecting Mother Earth? A couple hundred years ago, probably? I, I would say even um, further down than that, you know, basically uh, whew, maybe 26,000 years ago. I mean, there's, there's a lot of technologies that have been put in place. Um, basically, when Atlantis sank and the cataclysms happened, a whole new level of manipulation ended up taking place. And a new creation was sort of set in motion, um, and that's where we became human as we know it, sort of in this um, life-death incarnation cycles. And along with that, there was a lot of intrusion and manipulation of our DNA and uh, a lot of technologies put in place to sort of put a reverse spin on the natural flow of, you know, ascension and just, you know, what nature is doing on an alchemical level. I mean, she's way stronger than these technologies, but as long as they capture the human mind, then it further um, affects her because we're her stewards and we're her guardians and we're extensions of her. And so when we plug into something else, then our life force is being used rather than being connected to the regenerative flow of, um, you know, our connection to the earth and the heavens and the underworld, which is really the mother womb that they have, in a sense, um, targeted through these technologies because they use free energy as a weapon. So this is pretty old, you know, and the interferences from extraterrestrials. Um, and, uh, and this is what sort of led to the downfall of Atlantis, some of the, um, the uh, interferences and the interventions that took place and how it changed us and sort of set us in motion uh, to have choice and free will to determine what we're going to align with. And um, th- these cycles are sort of coming to an end, you know, this life-death uh, incarnation cycle. We have the ability to transcend that. But... Uh, the manipulations and the different things that we can plug into are going to prevent this if we're not careful and keep us in this time loop. And so this was put in place really um, with, you know, Adam and Eve and just that deeper mythology is far greater than any of us probably realize. This isn't the first Adam and Eve, and uh, the conditions during that time, um, you know, set in, in place just this, this Illuminati-type force, um, and that's where I guess you could say the evil aspect comes in. And so when we have a choice between good and evil, and it's called the tree of knowledge, knowledge is where we can start to wake up, but knowledge is also what's been targeted, and that's why there's mind control, so that when we, you know, are on this path of obtaining knowledge, we'll be sort of led astray and sidetracked by religion and government and all these false institutions that want to sort of keep us from the real truth. And that's been going on for quite some time. And that's when people get away from the divine and allow man to take over. Right. What do you, do you have any thoughts or um, input on the um, the giants of Atlantis? Any in, well, uh, if you're talking the Nephilim type of? Yes, yes. Well, um, the first real uh, issue that took place in our cosmic history has to do with, you know, Lucifer and the fallen seraphim angelic realms or races. And not all of them are fallen, but there was sort of a desire to go against the divine plan. And uh, those um, energies manifested on Maldek and Mars, um, at least the influence of the negative ego coming from separation and this sort of Luciferian agenda. And um, so an intervention was sort of set in place by the Elohim 
And also uh, from Sophia, who morphed into the physical planet, uh, and, and this is our planet as we know it, which is Gaia. But the Elohim, or the Watchers, um, ended up rebelling as well and uh, ended up mating with, hum- um, with, with humans. And this was basically around the time of the sinking of Atlantis and the new creation, and so a lot of that still carried over. And uh, they conjure up a lot of these, you know, dark spirits and entities in ritual um, because they are enabling humans to be possessed and to carry on this rebellion. And so it's a little bit complicated because the word Anunnaki and Nephilim isn't just for the malevolent forces. There's also benevolent ones. But they were also infiltrated. I mean, the Illuminati and the Templars and the Masons were all infiltrated by the Draconians, which are more seeded from the Luciferian fall, but it captured a lot of the um, Elohim watchers who sort of joined in, but some actually created a whole agenda all on their own. And uh, so when um, there was sort of an elitist group that were service to others, uh, that sort of held the secrets of, you know, just the occult and alchemy and, and some of the deeper truths connected to the goddess and the divine feminine, you know, they were taken over because they were already sort of susceptible on an ego level because they knew that they had something that others didn't, and so they were easily manipulated into joining the dark side. So everything that was planned to be of assistance ended up crumbling. And so the only thing that really remains is, you know, the intervention, I guess you could say, or the presence of Gaia Sophia, which is our planetary body, and it's through our connection with nature and Mother Earth and our own inner self and divine blueprint that we can really wake up from all these distortions. Um, because there was no real uh, positive influence coming from those that were close to the Earth to help monitor. And the real interventions from extraterrestrials, you know, come from other star systems that weren't really a part of all that. Um, and so when we hear about timelines and, you know, different conflicting um, control forces within the Illuminati um, that are seeking control of the Earth, a lot of them are different extraterrestrial groups that are at war with each other. And so there's not going to be a whole lot of assistance from them when they are sort of, you know, at odds with each other. The, the real, you know, connection is with, with the goddess because she's the mother of it all, and she integrates them all into wholeness. And so it's like the body is one. It holds all the organs, but if the organs start to fight against each other, then nothing's going to get solved. It's going to create more and more sickness and and, and issue. So when we connect with nature and the goddess and the divine feminine and masculine and that inner template of sacred union, we can call all those aspects back into wholeness and not get locked into being caught in the middle of these battles and wars, which have ended up playing out in the power structures that we see and different timelines and different, you know, just potential outcomes as far as the 2012 window period that we're in, as far as what we're seeing, you know, happening. And so it's important to understand all the intervention and infiltration, but to not separate ourselves from it, but to instead understand that we're made of all of it, and our job is to find harmony and balance and to call all those aspects into, you know, camaraderie within our own nature, because that then sends out the frequency of finding, you know, our own um, connection to everything without externalizing it, which enables them to mess with us, take our power, and utilize our minds for their own purposes. Isn't it amazing how um, when we mess up greatly that there's a catastrophe and we have to start all over again? Yeah, and and, and the thing is, it's like everything that's playing out on the world stage, anybody can say, oh, that's happened in my life when I let my negative ego get the best of my relationships or my work or, you know, it, it can create like a huge cataclysm just in one's personal world where they have to start from scratch or go through the dark night of the soul or reinvent themselves and recreate 
um, you know, their life, you know, based on higher principles because of those lessons. Right. You know, and so it's so important that people understand their connection to higher self and source and Mother Earth and the divine masculine and feminine um, so they don't have to create the kind of cataclysms that we've seen because we're inheriting these patterns. So it's so easy to fall into that trap and create the exact same scenario. And if we can utilize the wisdom and understand the larger story and our own um, sort of inner self, then we can avoid these things because we understand where it all comes from, which very often is just the negative use of power, the, the desire to control others, and, um, you know, the service to self mentality. And, uh, and it doesn't work, you know, because right. much stronger. And, and there's always lessons connected to this. It's truly amazing how you, you brought out, and it, it's just like, wow, when you think about it, how humans, you know, living on this planet, every living, every living energy source on this planet totally moves and breathes with the blue planet, with Gaia. And you just pointed out for, for those who are, um, you know, on many different, different levels of, of spiritual growth or exactly what you're talking about is that our, our individual lives reflect exactly what our planetary life is like. So if we, if we learn how to take care of ourselves, we'll also learn how to take care of our planet. Right. And if we, you know, really learn the lessons of, of what's happened in the past and, you know, dig deep to find the real truth about our history, then we can see that sort of, you know, relationship that we're talking about and how much we are the micro world, you know, living, you know, and also the macro and, and how it's not just as above, so below, it's as below, so above. You know, we can shift everything, you know, just in our own relationships within ourselves and affect the planet you know we're not at the mercy of things outside of us at all you know we're the ones that can create the change and we can send out a different vibration and you know really rewrite the script in a way that serves divine will and and the real divine plan which is not about control but it's about awakening to who we really are Mm -hmm. and we can't have successful relationships and we can't have ultimate health and well-being if we don't do that first for ourselves and so yeah i mean it's all very much i mean it's all connected and and I think the biggest trap is when we don't see that connection and we sort of wait for something else to do it or we, you know, don't step up in our personal lives and um, and activate those changes. Great. Thank you. Um, there's so much that we've already spoken about, and I want to go into detail that you and I talked before about talking about. But um, I also have some, which we'll talk about more as we go along, but people are writing in questions, and so... Um, Here's something that somebody wrote when they were just listening to you, and I see it in my email. David Wilcox is saying that not everyone in the shadow government is negative, but also there is a big section of patriots trying to bring good to the world, fighting from the inside out. Um, What do you think about that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it it couldn't be any other way. I mean, there's... There's a lot of intel wars going on. There's a lot of, you know, positive beings that are, you know, immersed in all that that are, you know, definitely, you know, trying to do something in that. I mean, I I grew up in D.C. I saw a lot of really, you know, positive beings that, you know, were full of heart. Um, They don't really know maybe all that's happening because there's compartmentalism and there's a lot of people that are doing things and they don't know what's happening, you know, next door and they don't realize the puzzle pieces that when you all put it together – they might be serving a dark agenda and not realize it because they're being propped up as heroes or they're being given assignments that they're being rewarded for and being told that it's, you know, to help the planet and to help humanity. So there's a lot of good-intentioned people, you know, that are not serving the right forces, but there's also a lot of very awake beings that are right in the center of it that are um, working real hard at undoing all of this. You could call them maybe the White Hats are an example, Mm -hmm. uh, connected to these three-letter organizations. 
Um, and there's, you know, races that have intervened that connect with those that are conscious enough to be able to hear their message. Um, but, yeah, absolutely, there's light and dark in, in everything, and there's a lot happening, um, you know, in those places, you know, a lot of people waking up, you know, even super soldiers and people that have been programmed that are waking up, you know, that are whistleblowers. Um, yeah, so, you know, to me, it's an organism. We're, the Earth is an, orga- an organism. Humanity is an organism, and we have an immune system, and we're being attacked just like we would be by a disease, but if we don't understand where we're allowing it to attack us, then we can't protect ourselves from it. And so, to me, it's just like a battle between the white and red blood cells or, you know, the harmful bacteria in the stomach and the good bacteria and how it processes food and energy. And there's always going to be duality in our bodies as it, you know, handles all the toxins and foods that we eat. But when we're a healthy being and we're conscious, our immune system is much stronger than all of it. So the hope is that on the planet amongst us humans that we empower spirit because spirits are immune system to conquer these parasitic dark forces. And so there's a lot of light in those dark places that are, you know, sort of acting as the white blood cells that are attacking this cancer. And so it is on that level and it is taking hold. Um, And so the more we assist it through what we do in our own lives, you know, on a positive level, then it's sort of like a chain reaction and it all starts to connect and that's what the unified field is. That's what the zero point energy is. It's, it's, it's that unified energy that starts to wipe out the dark. And, um, and so when it goes to those hidden places and the places that we don't have access to and it somehow can reach that or some, somebody awakens within that core of darkness, then it, the healing process and the transformation and alchemy really begins. Wonderful. And so the more we do it, the more it turns the lights on for others. Right. You were so uh, knowledgeable. It's it's amazing. I just I love to just listen to you to share. It's it's beautiful. Um, are you working on any books? Well, I have written a book, but um, I don't know when it's going to come out because 250 pages, you know, got hijacked. But I'm going to put out a lot of you know CDs or DVDs um, in pre- presentation form because it's going to be a lot quicker just to get it out through my mouth and maybe writing and having it edited. Yeah. Um, because it's sort of like as it comes, it sort of flows through me and. I'd love to tell the whole story and just, you know, what my experiences have been in book form. I might get that done. But, yeah, I've got a lot of projects in the works. We'll see what comes out. Wonderful. I just love it. Okay. So, Laura, there is so much that we've already covered, but but we want to go into depth. Um, we're going to do that when we come back from commercial break. This is Mia and Laura Eisenhower. We'll be right back. Buddha has captured the hearts of spiritual seekers worldwide. And now, for all things Buddha, visit the HealthyLife.net advertiser page and click on Buddha Grove. Statues, jewelry, gifts, and more are available at Buddha Grove. If you've ever been to a Gloria Estefan concert, you know that there are few stars who can match her presence, performance, and talent. The time Gloria first experienced the thrill of being on a stage performing for people was also one of the first times she learned to stretch her wings. My fondest memory of music in school was when I was playing the clarinet. I played the clarinet from 5th to 8th grade in the school band. My mother was pretty strict and never let me go anywhere, but of course, since it was part of the school program, she allowed me to go to Tallahassee, the capital of our state here, uh, on a competition with the school band. Of course, to me, this was incredibly exciting. It was the first time I was allowed to go out of my home without a parent. We had chaperones, but we went there, participated in a three-day program, and it was uh, some of the most beautiful memories I have as a child. A PSA brought to you by MENC, the National Association for Music Education. Gibson Guitar, Baldwin Piano, and this station. Music, part of a sound education. 
If you're like the 8 out of 10 women that say finding jeans that fit is a problem, well, your problem is solved. Lee Jeans has done extensive research, and they have jeans that fit. There's even an online Lee Fit Finder so you can find the right fit for you. Imagine jeans that instantly slim you with a custom fit and no gap waistband. And guys, kids, Lee has jeans for you too. Click through to Lee's Jeans on the HealthyLife.net advertiser page and get what fits. In college, I took a lot of history and liberal arts classes, and frankly, I don't remember much of any of it. But as an adult, I find myself engrossed in fascinating programs on the A&E and History Channel. They pretty much helped me to be pretty impressive at social functions, and I just found out today that I can purchase DVDs of my favorite A&E and History Channel programs right through HealthyLife.net. You should visit HealthyLife.net and order your favorite A&E and History Channel program DVDs as well, and then discover how many people you can impress during your next social occasion. HealthyLife.net, where positive overcomes negative. Welcome back to the Passion News Show. I'm Mia Sines, your host, and with me this week is Laura Eisenhower. I'm so excited you're here, Laura, because you are just a plethora of information, and I love it. So thank you. Thank you so much. I love being here. Good. Um, For those of you who are just joining us, um, Laura Eisenhower is President Dwight. Eisenhower's great-granddaughter, and she this is why she knows so much stuff and why her heart is in the place that it is, because she came from a family that has been in the forefront, so she's she questioned a lot of stuff. She, on another show that I interviewed her on a, a, my web TV show, she talks about going in the libraries and just reading in the family library the books, and she started at a very young age asking questions, and I think it's just incredibly brilliant so thank you for being so awakened and aware i appreciate it and so does everyone else well thanks so much what would you like to go from here we have talked about everything slightly that we wanted to talk about i was thinking let's jump back into healing the negative ego and then the soul and global alchemy and moving on to the chemtrails towards the end right well um to kind of connect the two dots just right off the bat I mean, to me, the negative ego is poison the planet, and that's really what's running the show currently as far as, you know, these darker agendas. Because the negative ego we know in our own lives, um, or maybe people that we've met or, or been in relationship to, is very much about control and dominance and not allowing the flow of nature to take its course, not allowing um, just harmony and balance to prevail. It has to do with just me, 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 and, um, you know, Whatever one can do to take the power from another, there's a lot of energy vampirism and the negative ego because it's disconnected from source. And as long as you're disconnected from source, you're going to have to plug into something to have, you know, energy. And so that would be us. And so on the larger global stage level, you know, the negative ego, which comes from Mars and Maldek, starts to incarnate into the Atlantean, um, like, realms and... And, and what happened was it brought all that sort of energy into play that led to the destruction because Maldek, you know, blew up and it wiped off all the life on Mars and those souls started to incarnate in and the same thing happened where the catastrophe, you know, took place. But because not all were in human form or on Earth and they were in, you know, UFOs or off planet, they were able to then jump in and manipulate and start to mess with the DNA and separate us from our higher self and bring us down to three strand. The planetary vibration fell into third density. And more planets came into um, our, our solar system because we sort of fell into a whole other universe and the morphogenetic field changed. 
And so more planets mean more sort of archons and archetypes because God, goddess became plural because the Lucifer splitting off created more um, aspects of the mother and father. And so that ended up, you know, bursting out of the pleroma and creating these pantheons like the Greek pantheon and the Egyptian pantheons. And so the darker forces, which to me are the negative ego, ended up gaining hold, and most of what we see in the world is built from the negative ego. And so we don't identify it to the point of, yeah, we're not in our jets spraying chemtrails, but we get plugged into it when we are being, um, I guess, manipulated into living from our negative ego because we're out for greed, wealth, fame, money. Um, we're all about looks. We're all about status, you know, and all these superficial things. And we're watching the news, and we're buying into the media programming of the distortions of the masculine and feminine, and we've inherited these sort of false roles, and we play them out, and we don't even notice because to us, you know, that's what we've been programmed to do, and we think it's, you know, being human, but it's not. It's from these agendas that are sourced from sort of this negative uh, Luciferian reptilian agenda, but it really is the negative ego. And when we're captured, we fall into that trap, and we end up feeding those those energies and technologies and uh, because it's free energy and they're using it as a weapon like i said and without realizing it we're getting sprayed our food is getting poisoned i mean people get this now but it's to keep us in this sort of frequency fence so that we cannot ascend and so that we're locked into this lower based sense of self and we are living in a prison planet but to me prison planet is the negative ego and once you move away from that and you begin to wake up you end up purifying your own waters and elements, you know, because we're all made of earth, air, fire, and water. But when we, you know, do it for ourselves and we, you know, purify our negative ego and align it with spirit, we're also purifying the waters and the earth and the sky and the fire element on earth because our energy affects everything. But if we don't get out of that trap, we're actually enablers. But when we do get out of that trap, we're purifiers and we're agents of change. We activate others and, and we really start to clean things up. Right. So that's kind of how the two connect. You know, there's the agenda that comes from that service to self mentality, but then there's the humans that buy into it and think that, you know, oh, there's no conspiracy, but yet they're playing out these parts almost as agents without realizing it mm -hmm. because they have succumbed to the programming. So we have to look at ourselves and where our ego energy is, you know, and the best place to see it is how do we treat ourselves? How do we treat others? What are we obsessed with? What is most important to us as far as our self-worth? And start to ask ourselves those questions. And if it's not aligned with, you know, love and harmony and, and looking out for Mother Earth and caring about ourselves and our deep connection to her, you know, then we're probably off. And we need to, you know, start to, you know, reconnect to something far greater, which is beyond the money system. I mean, the minute we start to detach from all that, we recognize the abundance of the universe and the miracle vibration and what sacred union really represents and how it creates this sort of third child, which is the divine trinity, which is all about regeneration and magic and miracles and abundance, and it's natural. It's, it's, it's a natural energy. It doesn't require money systems or governments. But when we live in separation, we birth the negative ego, which is the wounded child, which is beyond the wounded child because it doesn't even recognize that it's wounded. It's just in separation, and it plugs into other things for self-worth that are totally false. And so when we recognize that we're wounded and we've given our power over, we can begin to heal it and then restore the union and get in the real divine blueprint that we already have. We're living in these subpersonalities that are just fragmentations of the original source, but that source energy is within us. And these subpersonalities are like these archetypes and pantheons that are plural god goddesses. But we need to bring them all together to, to get back to the oneness of the mother, father, and child, which is way more whole 
and way less fragmented. But all those archetypes are a part of us, so we have to honor them as well as different sides of ourselves, right. but not put them in competition with each other. Right. I have a couple of questions. Um, why would we, as divine, as divine beings, as souls, choose to be here and experience this? If it's a, and I've heard, I've heard about us being a, um, a prison planet, and, and I, I understand all of it. But I wanted to ask you, because you're my plethora here, <laughs> flowing over in a fountain. Why, why do we choose to come here to experience this? Well, I mean. The way I like to answer this is, you know, nature is wild, but it's also very ordered. You know, we look at nature and it's wild, but yet there's an intelligence to it. There's a web of life. There's something very organized about it as well. So I don't know if this was really like the total plan, like, oh, we signed up for this. But like nature, it's wild, but it, but it always self-corrects. It always regenerates. It always knows how to fix itself. But it's chaotic and it's wild, but still it's ordered. So I don't, you know, we're in a free will universe. And so... Free will allows us to make choices that we don't always know the outcome of. But once we experience the outcome, we still have the ability to do whatever we want with it. And if we connect with nature, then we can appreciate the wildness and the organization and higher intelligence. But if we don't allow ourselves to flow with that, then we want to control things and we want to control the way everything plays out. And so we've given ourselves this experience to understand the difference. You know, and to really understand what ego means. And the creator, you know, ended up coming into the physical to know who it is, to learn about who it is. And it's just a part of, you know, the fact that we're all a part of the creator. And we're all, all a part of, you know, waking up to what it means to have identity, to have differentiation, but not use that as a reason to separate, but as a reason to come together and harmonize. Because oneness to me is diversity and harmony, not diversity at war. And so the negative ego turns it into war or uses people to create conflict, to create separation. But in actual fact, it's like the web of life. You know, humans and all our differences are meant to work together like a mandala. And we're here to learn that again. But, you know, what happened with Gaia and Atlantis thinking wasn't necessarily a part of, necessarily a part of the plan. But because of the Lucifer energy and the negative ego and that free will choice to have that kind of experience take place, it's created this kind of, um, you know, new sort of circumstances that have allowed us to have a choice, and that's what the tree of knowledge represents in the duality of good and evil. We get to choose, and, you know, the human spirit's being tested. You know, what are we choosing? Are we choosing our true self, or are we choosing something that's artificial because we don't know the difference and we've not given ourselves the ability to wake up? But, see, nature surrounds us, and there's really no excuses, you know? Um, and so it's the orientation of the being that is going to determine it. Um, I could go on and on. This is like hours and hours. <laughs> it's wonderful. But, Thank you. Yeah. Um, would you like to finish that quick, quick thought there? I cut you off. Right. And so because of the separation, souls came in and incarnated without remembering how to return home because of this infiltration. And so the tree of knowledge helps us to learn again and, and find inspiration and find ways to remember who we are. Um, but some souls have an easier time than others depending on what conditions they were born into, where the astrology, you know, where the planets were, and what sort of forces, you know, seeded their presence on Earth. Because Lucifer was able to actually have influence over the souls, and they were darker souls. And so a lot of them choose to return to light, but they need assistance, where some, you know, don't need assistance, and they can be the way showers or the light workers or the teachers. Okay. But we're all one, and there's no hierarchy. It's just about remembrance. All right. Wonderful. We'll be right back with Mia and Laura.
found this amazing new product that really spiced up my sex life, and my boyfriend loved it, too. It feels silky smooth, smells like dark chocolate mint, and the feeling is, ooh, so nice. I want sex butter around whether I'm alone or with my partner. Not only does sex butter feel good, it's healthy for my body. Made with 100% organic oils and is edible. It's fantastic and this heightened sensation and more sexual pleasure. I hear it helps menopause symptoms, too. I'm surprising my mom for her birthday. A great gift for someone you know and yourself. A win-win. Order at sexbutter.net now. If you're in Southern California, you might want to consider HealthyLife.net Radio for advertising. We have 18 hosts that have shows with loyal listeners just in Southern California. That means you get local advertising and the world for the same affordable price. With packages for every budget, you can't afford not to let that economic sun shine in for your business. Call now, 1-800-555-5453. That's 1-800-555-5453. These shoes are made for walking, jumping, running, and just plain style. Over 32,000 styles. Skechers, an award-winning global leader in lifestyle footwear. And now you can get Skechers without walking, jumping, or running. You can get them by clicking. Scroll down HealthyLife.net's homepage and click. You can check out Skechers, high-quality shoes in styles for men, women, and children. So get in style. Get Skechers today and start walking, running, jumping, and strutting in style. I'm Carol King. The opportunity to study music is one of the most valuable things we can give our young people. Music is a positive outlet for creative expression. It reinforces teamwork, communication, self-discipline, and focus, all skills that will benefit them in every aspect of their lives. If your school has a music program, encourage your child to use it. If it doesn't, work with others in your community and do whatever it takes to get one. I know how much my music programs and music teachers meant to me when I was growing up. Leave your kids a note for the future. Support music programs and music teachers in your school and community. A public service announcement brought to you by MENC, the National Association for Music Education and this station. Music, part of a sound education. You're listening to CHSR, Real Radio on the Web. Welcome back to the Passion News Show. I'm Mia Signs, your host, and with me this week is Laura Eisenhower. Yay! (laughs) So glad to hear, Laura. Oh, it's so great to be here again. So I have another question that I wrote down from our amazing, and I can't wait to hear this in the archives and when it comes out tomorrow because... This is another packed-filled show, so thank you. you. You honor me every time I get to interview you, which is its you're one of my favorite people. So <laughs> I cut you off there so that you, I wouldn't have to blush. <laughs> um, in our last segment, you were talking about um, the Mars and Malbec, just so people will understand. Um, was that a, a planet that exploded, and is that the one that created... Um, Earth or the moon? Well, people think that Maldek, you know, created the Earth, and it's not quite like that. Um, when uh, Tara, which is uh, a higher Earth energy than the one we're on now, had Atlantis and Lemuria, Atlantis and Lemuria were really acting as, like, the right and left brain and just really just, like, the father-mother energy because, you know, everything's a reflection of, you know, the creator, at least at that point it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mars and Maldek were, you know, a part of... Um, the, the planetary forces that were surrounding it, 
and Maldek ended up exploding, and it is the asteroid belt as we know it right now, and it wiped off all the life on Mars because there was life on Mars. And, you know, take it with a grain of salt because I know researchers say different things. This is just what I've come to understand based on putting a lot of dots together. Um, and so the, the soul started to incarnate into Atlantis, and that's when patriarchy started to take over because the negative ego kind of grabbed hold because Maldek was like the Lucifer planet. And because it imploded and the soul started to come in, that influence of sort of the dark father or the dark patriarchal masculine energy started to take over and it started to affect the feminine balance, you know, the feminine masculine balance of Lemuria and Atlantis. And so that's kind of like the negative ego, you know, like perhaps in a relationship. And women carry this as well, so it's not like a gender, you know, battle of, oh, men and you're, it's all the men. I mean, it's the masculine energy within women too. But it sort of sabotaged, you know, the, the, the balance that was there. And then it created, you know, the Atlantean, you know, destruction. And then the higher earth energy fell into the um, lower earth energy that was already there. That's when the dinosaurs, I feel, got wiped out. Because there's three different earths in a 15-dimensional universe. And they're different harmonic universes of three densities each. The Atlantean and Lemurian energies were in the um, fourth to sixth. And the lower earth energy is one to three. And so when the higher earth energy fell into the lower one, it mixed the higher earth energies with the lower density that pulled us into the 3D planet. But all the higher beings that got thrown into it as well got trapped here. And that's why a lot of people say, I don't belong here. I'm from someplace else. You know, what is all this about? It's because we're in this lower density, but a lot of us still have higher consciousness and memories, and we're from higher star systems where we came in to help you know, bring this planet back up to its higher vibration. And because Sophia morphed into the physical planet and turned this planet into a 13-dimensional experience on a physical level, the ascension is all about moving out of 3D and all the way back to source, you know, where we're vibrating on a level that is beyond anything we can imagine. And it's bringing in not just the Earth energy of the lower density, it's bringing in the Terra energy, the Gaia energy, and just the full spectrum of creation as far as the multidimensional nature of all that we are. And so there's different levels of it, but one claps into the other, and that's sort of like the negative ego that sabotaged the higher self. You know, like what we experience in our daily lives when we're not honoring our higher self, we've sort of sunk into a lower density, um, and, and everything plays out much differently. And so we're experiencing it on the world stage, so if enough beings wake up, we can lift that veil and start to understand that we're way beyond this 3D realm, and we have access to far more, but there's a veil and sort of this, you know, frequency sense that's preventing us from seeing it. But if we consciously recognize it and we live in accordance with it, we help to lift this stuff and we help to purify everything that's holding us down and keeping our DNA sort of on this lower level. Because everything's dormant. It's not destroyed. It's just dormant. Our, our minds have, you know, separated from this awareness, which is the illusion, but we're still connected. It's still all there. But we can't see it because we're not identifying with it. Mm-hmm. And once we do, we'll recognize that, wow, we're on like a cosmic divine planet that's like the goddess coming right from source on a physical level and we can, you know, become that and, and, and live in that. And that's what heaven on earth is all about, but it's also what the ascension is all about. And it's different than going back to what, the way it was. It's actually taking on, it's taking on a whole different thing and it's going to be an experience like we've never really had, you know, because right. planetary bodies don't always have, you know, the goddess as the planet. You know, they're just planetary forces that you know, allow the beingness to be there where we're not needing to deal with, you know, deities or, you know, this worship mentality of the gods, but we're just having an experience. But because there was infiltration, that all changed and manipulation happened. So this planet ended up, you know, getting this higher energy from source, 
which connects us to, you know, all the different levels of this, these many dimensions still in the, the physical matrix. But then there's the energy matrix, which you can't see, which will never manifest as physical because it's not meant to be. But that's sort of what we connect with when we're experiencing our multidimensional nature. And this planetary body can go to 13 dimensions, but beyond that it's just spirit. But it's connected to spirit. And that's what being in alignment with the galactic plane represents and what this 2012 window period represents is being back in alignment with the galactic, uh, with the galactic plane and having enough transmissions and activations happen so that our DNA can upgrade and our consciousness can expand to what is really there versus the illusion that we get trapped in that keeps us in lockdown and keeps us in these programming so we never are able to see what's available to us. Well, we're in, that's what we seek to do. Right. When we're in lockdown, then our then we cannot increase our, our frequency and our vibration. So we can't right. grow. And all the information and all the false history and all the lies keep us believing that there's nothing more and that we're doomed or, you know, that what is available, you know, might not be there, but it is. Right. And it's amazing that the higher up we grow, we grow in our vibration and our um, frequency, the more beautiful we see things, the more beautiful we experience things. And it seems like those that aren't going to shift and change are going to be in a totally different um physical plane or realm than we are. Right, and, 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 and it's going to test, you know, and there might be a breaking point where they're able to, you know, break free, but it usually takes crisis and a lot of pressure building, mm-hmm. and then finally, like, a breakthrough happens or a pressure can build and the victim consciousness happens, you know, because people don't understand that adversity is actually a blessing. It helps you to see through things. It helps you to fall back on yourself. But people end up giving their power away, you know, Instead, right. because all those traps are set there for, for that very reason. You know, so people avoid the dark night of the soul and the great awakening. And so they, you know, hand their money over. They, you know, put on the news and they just get captured by all the lies and deceptions and distortions rather than recognizing that it's a chance to really grow and develop the soul and connection to nature and all these higher levels of consciousness that we have. Thank you. That's wonderful. Um, something caught my attention when you were talking about Maldek was, did this happen before our continents separated? Well, you know, Pangea and the whole, yeah, basically, um, because when Mars lost all the life on it, the water from Mars supposedly came in, and then, you know, all these cataclysms, they, it wasn't one big cataclysm, they were, there were many over the course of time until, like, the final one, and so it's kind of been a gradual thing, um, but yeah, it's all because of these kind of cosmic ex- catastrophes, I guess you could call them, um, but yeah, it's, it's sort of like the larger, on the larger world stage, you know, it just, it changed the whole dynamic of everything, but restoration is completely and totally possible. And, you know, we can see it almost as the scattering of all our many aspects, you know, that used to be kind of like whole, you know, when everything was connected and we get to call it all back. And even if the physical plane doesn't fully reflect it, we're going to be transcending into realms that start to reflect the inner work that we've done and what we're connecting on a unified level. Right. Okay. Um, one quickie. Were you, when you said uh, reunified, were you talking about Mars can come back, or are you talking about our planet? Oh, oh, just just when we become unified, and even though everything's sort of scattered, and we see sort of that reflection on the physical plane, you know, that's all just sort of going to shift. Not that the physical is going to restore to what it was before, but we're going to understand, you know, how to accept all our many parts being sort of blown apart and fragmented 
through understanding that our ego needs to reconnect with source, which is the unified field, which brings all those aspects back to wholeness and oneness. But as long as the ego is in duality, it will keep everything separate and it it won't see everything as itself or as one. It will, you know, it will be about conquering the other or overtaking the other rather than seeing them as many parts of the whole. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. I just found this amazing new product that really spiced up my sex life, and my boyfriend loved it, too. It feels silky smooth, smells like dark chocolate mint, and the feeling is, ooh, so nice. I want sex butter around whether I'm alone or with my partner. Not only does sex butter feel good, it's healthy for my body, made with 100% organic oils, and it's edible. It's fantastic, and this heightened sensation and more sexual pleasure. I hear it helps menopause symptoms, too. I'm surprising my mom for her birthday. A great gift for someone you know and your yourself a win-win order at sexbutter.net now i love food and i love to eat the cooking and cleaning part not so much and then i found a link to the chef's catalog on the healthylife.net advertiser page and i was happy to find all sorts of amazing recipes and tips on cooking in addition to great chef quality kitchen equipment and savings as well now i look forward to my time in the kitchen thanks to chef's catalog on the healthylife.net advertiser page When you're looking for bedding, department store prices can shock you. Well, be shocked no more. Sell steak cheap, not cheap steak. That's the motto of Anna's Linens. Although they don't sell steak, they do sell the best bedding, bath, and home decor items. They strive to provide their merchandise at extreme value to their customers, and they do it. Great everyday prices on everything and military discounts. Plus, if you visit them online, they have clearance items and Internet specials. Visit them online now at HealthyLife.net's advertiser page. Whether you're taking a short trip or traveling across the world, Magellans.com is the world's most trusted source for travel, and they guarantee 100% satisfaction. They have everything you need to make travel just a bit more pleasurable. Who doesn't like that? They have travel alarms, clothing, the best luggage, wallets, everything you need except the ticket. Visit the advertiser page on HealthyLife.net and click on Magellans now. You will not only see their travel products, but get a free catalog and read articles with tips on how to make your travel easier. Visit the advertiser page and click on Magellans now. Vista Print. I'm sure you've heard the name. Over 17 million small businesses and consumers have used Vista Print for printed products, ranging from business cards and brochures to invitations and thank you cards. Why? Because Vista Print has the lowest price guarantee, and you can design your products with templates or upload your design. And they have free products. Three-day rush service and satisfaction is always guaranteed. Try Vista Print. Just go to the HealthyLife.net advertiser page and click on the Vista Print logo. You choose programs you want, never anything you don't. The way radio should be. HealthyLife.net Welcome back to the Passion Muse Show. I'm Mia Signs, your host, and with me this week is Laura Eisenhower. And we've been talking about saving the blue planet and healing the negative ego. We're also going to jump right into, um, I mean, there's so much we're talking about. Right, Laura? <laughs> Yeah. And let's jump into chemtrails and geoengineering since this is our last segment. Right. So well, this is Oh, sorry. No, no, I was going to I was just going to have you take it away, but when you paused, I was going to say so the chemtrails have been happening since the mid-80s, and if you're about 35 years or older, you'll remember how we used to have contrails from jets. 
and skywriters and that kind of stuff, and then they've turned into something a little bit more different that um, Laura will start to talk about. Right. I mean, this is just a really, really um, severe agenda, a very dark agenda that's going to appear to be beneficial um, to those that are asleep. They might take it as such because it's going to solve this and it's going to solve that. But the very people that are claiming this are connected to those that put us in this this this, this place um, to act like there's this great solution, which is transhumanism, geoengineering, and chemtrails to help climate change and to assist us in um, having uh, a chance to keep global warming from happening and all these deceptions that people will nod their head out and say, okay, you know, when, it, when they finally can accept that we are being sprayed, we're still not going to get the full picture. So it's not about really looking to our governments to answer these kind of questions, even if they're put on the hot seat. It's about really looking at what the scientists and the researchers and the weathermen like Scott Stevens who have, you know, from being a weatherman because he knows that something is going on and really listening to what they have to share because um, we're being absolutely bombarded with all sorts of, you know, poisons and, and, um, and, and, and you know, chemicals that are just unbelievable. Um, you know, there's, there's stuff in chemtrails that are just, just so detrimental to our health. You know, we hear about the barium, the strontium, and the um, aluminum, and it causes all sorts of illnesses and diseases, and it keeps us locked into, you know, the medical pharmaceutical industries that, you know, get away with all sorts of things, you know, to solve these problems that they're creating. Um, and, uh, you know, when they say that it's, to, you know, to help with drought, they're actually causing drought. They're, they're creating a dependency of farmers to have to buy the seeds each year. Um, it's just unbelievable. It's absolute and total control over nature and over weather, and it's not allowing Mother Nature to take her course. It's similar to just what we do when we're sick and we hand ourselves to the medical industry and we load ourselves up with pharmaceutical drugs rather than organically addressing these issues and allowing our bodies and the wisdom of our bodies to, to correct itself. And it's the higher consciousness that gives us the guidance to know what our bodies need, and we're being cut off from that by giving our power away every time we get an illness and we don't recognize that we're being bombarded with all these things that are causing it. Um, you know, the honeybees are dying off, um, and, uh, and and it's just like the weather is not natural. I mean, what's happening is not natural. All these storms that happen are being boosted up into super storms, wiping out, you know, coastlines, and, you know, it's like, it's unbelievable. So right. it's all a part of, you know, the control of Mother Earth, the control of the feminine, the control of um, just the, the natural ascension process, and it's all manufactured, and it's all based on deceptions so that, you know, people don't really stand up against it. And uh, that's where we're heading towards with transhumanism, that there's going to be all sorts of scientific breakthroughs and all sorts of technologies that are going to make us more conscious and more healthy and all this and that, and it's totally... Um, sabotaging our own natural abilities that can do that because we're the most advanced technology. We have spiritual abilities and dormant abilities not going to have access to it by stuff because it's, it's supplemented in a false way that allows them to continue the games of control and dominance and um, suppression of what we need to get in touch with to break free of this time loop that we're in. Right. Um, I wanted to touch base on something that you said that was it just was like, oh, my God. You said that um, due to the drought and stuff messing with the chemtrails, messing with our, our climate, that the farmers are buying seeds. Well, they're buying the the bad seeds. Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're buying the the GMO and and the <laughs> and all that stuff. So it's uh, it's like one good hand helping, you know, but it's not good. So it's it's 
it's not helping each other. It's it's doing the what somebody is playing God, and yeah. and th- they're they're very successful. Um, some of the things that you were talking about are on nano, you know, really tiny minerals that are are in the chemtrails. Here's a theory that I heard that that the and you touch base on it about it making us very sick that these chemtrails are being placed um in our atmosphere in the United States first primarily to uh weaken our immune system and our breathing so that we can be wiped out by an epidemic and those who stay are you know are going to be controlled more and i also heard that the US government or they don't have any US people flying these chemtrail um, jets that they're all overseas people. Yeah, I mean, very likely. Um, you know, and the thing is, that, and you mentioned the you know nanoparticles. All of this trying to plug us into an artificial intelligence system where, yeah, we'll be easily wiped out by uh, you know epidemics, and where nature is you know basically a corporation and they're in ownership of it, and we have to go to them, you know, for our survival. And, and the thing is, if you control the weather, like Scott Stevens says, you control the population. If you control the food supply, the water supply, you control the population because they're getting us all on our survival chakra and our you know, anger and, and disempowerment of all this. And, and so we have to understand that we can raise our frequency above this. We can, you know, really work on our inner processing. Everything that we talked about in the first part of the show is really where to really do the work because as long as we don't keep feeding this and we stand up, you know, I wouldn't say against it, but we stand in our true power and our essence and, and, and our real connection to source and all that can come from that and provide for us through that, you know, we can we can really affect change. Um we don't have to get sick from this. We don't have to be a victim to it. Um, we have to understand, though, that it's all about frequency and energy, and uh, we can't be at a level that um, is in fear or, you know, too much reaction that that isn't um, utilizing. Because if we stay in a lower density, we absorb the toxins more. If we stay in a lower density, we're in our survival chakra, and we, we, we're in sort of chaos and disempowerment and victimhood. We have to really, you know, not allow ourselves to be too shaken, but we can't be complacent and just allow it to continue. We need to fight for justice. We need to stand for justice, but we need to work on our energetic body and also our, our the vastness of our minds and our creativity and our spirit and, you know, really, you know, really work on ourselves to counteract all of this. And, to, you know, it, there's just a lot to do. But falling into fear or reaction and, and getting in battle is just going to keep our energy, you know, low. But we need to address all this. And we need to, you know, inform the masses, but while also maintaining a high frequency and positivity and awareness of what the real organic structure is and how much more superior it is to anything that we're seeing around us. Everyone, listen and look for Laura's um, everywhere. You can Google her and follow her. And, Laura, how can they reach you on your website? Well, my website's CosmicGaiaSophia.com. And I do readings, you know, to really help, you know, for any listeners that are like, oh, this kind of went over my head, or what can I possibly do, and what's it affecting, how is it affecting me, and, you know, those kind of questions. I, I do readings and sessions for people to help them understand who they are, what they're made of, and, you know, how to really raise their frequency above all of this, and also how to affect change in the most positive way. So you can find all that on my website, and uh, my partner and I do combined sessions. You can find us at HealthyFamilyNow.com. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. We're out, listeners. We'll hear you next week.
find the right dentist in your area at the right price. The search for affordable dental care for you and your loved ones can be difficult and stressful, but not anymore. It doesn't have to be with 1-800-DENTIST.COM, a site where you can see reviews, services, payment options, and more. For thousands of pre-screened dentists across the U.S., 1-800-DENTIST.COM is really your free local dentist directory. Visit the HealthyLife.net advertiser page and click the 1-800-DENTIST.COM banner. In 1972, Sir Table opened in Seattle, selling hard-to-find kitchen items, and now they have 55 stores nationwide, offering kitchen tools from around the world to prepare any cuisine. Sir Table has a full range of houseware and kitchen products, even books and food. Visit a Sir Table store, or better yet, for faster service, go to the HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Sir Table. With the best products, gift cards, and sale items, you can be on your way to being a first-class cook right now. To be a good father is the most important job in a man's life, but it doesn't have to be hard. Play catch, go to a park or visit a zoo, help your child with their homework, sit down together for dinner, ask them how their day was. Things get busy and sometimes we all fall short, but the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one eight seven seven for dad 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. When you need a positive point of view, turn to HealthyLife.net, your 24-7 radio network for a better future.